Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Successful Home Ownership Show. My name is Richard McKenzie. My company is First Inspection Services. And in this episode, we are going to be talking about what to expect when you are at a home inspection. I probably could have titled this episode what to expect when you're expecting, but no, that would be incorrect. That's actually a book on having a child, uh, delivering a baby, and so forth. And that was very useful when uh, my wife was pregnant and we had our, our two children. Uh, actually, a very good book. I could also title this episode Great Expectations, but that would be stealing a title from Charles Dickens' 1860 novel, so I will actually title it Great Expectations When Inspecting. So without further ado, what we really want to cover in this episode is the frame of mind of the buyer and their expectations of what a home inspection will do and more, and, and just as importantly, what it won't do. Mm -hmm. It will not give you a perfect house, hands down, that's just not a realistic expectations. When you inspect a house, we're doing a visual, non-invasive inspection of all the readily accessible areas of the house. And there's going to be, in a lot of cases, homes that are still occupied, stored items, for example, a 55-inch TV blocking a fireplace. We've seen that before. We've had uh, master beds that basically were so large, maybe a king-size bed that spanned between two windows, and the bed actually headboard blocked the window. We really couldn't even get to it mm -hmm. to open the windows. Mm -hmm. So those are actually items that we do encounter when we're at an inspection. So the expectation to see everything, to move out all the contents of the house, to make it vacant, that we could reach everything is just not realistic. Um, for that matter, sometimes we do encounter a nice piece of furniture with a statue on it and so forth, and um, we're just not really going to move those things out of the way. We can't do that, and it really shouldn't be expected mm -hmm. of the inspector to do that. So, another item to realize with the home inspection is that it should not be looked at as a price reduction tool. In other words, hey, I'm going to use the home inspection to beat the seller over the head for a lower price and really use it to knock the price down and get a better tool, get a better price and so forth. Well, nobody told you to hopefully do that. Maybe somebody who had done that in the past, perhaps, certainly not a real estate agent is going to tell you to do that because they're really not trained to do that. And none of them that I know are going to do that. So please don't look at it as a price reduction tool. Look at it, however, as a risk reduction tool. That's definitely what it is. It is the number one risk reduction tool that you could possibly have in buying a house. Of course, only superseded by perhaps not buying the house. But that's not the option here because you are buying the house. That's why you're listening to this podcast, because you are into buying a house. So, let's not use it as a price reduction tool. Definitely use it as an educational tool to help you 
learn how to take care of that house, get your arms around it, and hopefully keep it from owning you. You want to own the house, you don't want the house to own you, so to speak. I'm going to make one more point about stored items. Sometimes sellers, through whatever reason, find it important to make the house look less cluttered. And instead of perhaps having a garage sale or renting a pod or putting stuff in storage, whatever, they move a lot of boxes that they're going to move into maybe the basement or into the garage and unfortunately that blocks off maybe one or two walls from us being able to see that. So we do the best we can. We can't possibly see behind those items and I'm sure at some point perhaps maybe you want us to come back at a later date to reinspect those items after all the items are cleared out. However, that may be one of the cases where you ask your Realtor to, hey, within the, the 48 hour closing, if we could possibly have one more look behind those items when everything is cleared out um, before we move in, that would be great. That's, you know, right before closing. Your realtor can set that appointment up with the seller. So that's certainly what we would uh, suggest you do in that, in that situation. Again, we do the best we can without being invasive or destructive, and we can't pull people's personal items out and that actually segues to the next point. Sometimes we're asked to pull up the carpet in, say, a closet and try to determine what type of flooring we have. Well, that's being destructive. We really can't do that. Uh, we can get in trouble for doing that and certainly might be blamed if, if the, we can't get the carpet reattached to the tax strip and so forth. So mm -hmm. there are ways to figure out from the flooring what type of flooring you have. Sometimes you can pull up one of the outlet registers, or the, excuse me, the uh, furnace or air conditioner uh, supply registers, and a lot of times they reveal what sort of tongue and groove wood you have there, or maybe it's laminate or whatever, um, and that's one way to figure that out as well. But again, we can't be destructive and pull up people's flooring and so forth. My next point involves... The fact that your home inspection is actually a two-step process. First step is you get the home inspection. You get it set up, you attend it, you read the report. The next step is, yes, you follow up and do the things in the report. We really do mean that those things are there to help keep you out of trouble. There's been times where a few years go by and I reinspect a house well, I suppose not reinspect, but inspect again for a different buyer. And I have sort of a deja vu when I get there. I'm looking around and I go, I distinctly remember four years ago when I was at this house, I did suggest to the buyer to extend their downspouts to take the water further away from the foundation. And then with a little further thinking through the house, some more things come back to me. And I realized that this buyer, unfortunately, kind of had the attitude, I don't care, I just care about the broken things because I'm going to use them to get a lower price. And, you know, I tried to convince the person that that's not the purpose of the home inspection, but they didn't really listen. So I know everybody listening to this podcast, however, is not going to be in that category. They're going to be good listeners and take the information to heart. And definitely when you get your report, 
use it as a prioritization list of things that you really should do to improve your house and your ability to live there comfortably and safely. The last item I want to talk about is again reiterating that the home inspection is the biggest risk reducer you can do aside from not buying the house. There's always going to be risks. Remember the last episode was caveat emptor which basically means buyer beware. So take these things to heart, use them well, have fun buying your house, hopefully it shouldn't all be stressful, and until next time, this has been the Successful Home Ownership Show with Richard McKenzie. Be safe and enjoy the process. Bye-bye.